Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to this week's episode of this week's episode. It is the week of April. I mean, let's go with it. It's the week of April 21st, 2022. It's really not, but we intended to record this on April 21st, and I can't be bothered to look at a calendar to figure out, uh, oh, what the hey. It's the week of April 28th. There you go. Edit that out, Evan. Have fun with it. This is episode 251. I'm your host, Chris Randazzo, and joining me tonight is brunch-based cooking show, Karen Randazzo. Now that's a fuckery. Lock and conclusion, Angie Fernot. Coral! And comedian slapper Evan Goldstein. That man is a mountain of a human. <laughs> Tonight, Charlize Theron brings us the ocean. Doctor Who gets an Easter special and a whole heck of a lot more. But first, how's everybody doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're here making a podcast, doing things. Yeah, we are. I, I'm, I'm eating the devil's chicken. So. Yeah, Chick-fil-A baby, fillet my soul. It's cold chicken nuggies. <laughs> Mm, tastes like cold chicken and racism <laughs> racism yeah i, like I literally my just walked in chicken. from work took off my dirty work shirt and just sat down so <laughs> did you get a job at chick-fil-a no no i, I manage a did a you get a mustache and a mullet i did get a job at chick-fil-a that, i know citing artistic differences the band broke up in may he just likes <laughs> the taste of hate Chris. It's just it's, I mean, it's honestly delicious. Not gonna lie. Anywho, Made with the tears it's of the children. pickle brine. That's what I'm told. It's it's uh, the the chicken is like brined and pickle brine or something. Yes. Well, you say that, but like Sam's Club had their version of Chick Fil A chicken nuggets, That's and so it was good. way picklier. Uh-huh. <laughs> like you mm, actually taste yeah. the pickle, and I was like, "No, this is not the same thing." Stop no, it, it was better. They, I think they even like called it pickle chicken, <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, give me no. this, give me this all day, every day of my life." Pickle chicken. I don't know. I'll pickle your chicken. Ew, it's great. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you guys been watching any TV? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made poor choices. So here's the thing. <laughs> I, I'm looking. I'm looking at the Plex right now. You know, my my Plex server. And one of the lines says top rated TV shows. And in that, it gives me recommendations of, I don't know who's top rating because it's Disenchantment, Russian Doll, Discovery of Witches. Those are all fine. The Chappelle Show is in there. But MacGruber is in there. The fuck is that? That was the, the like the Saturday Night Live spoof of MacGyver. <laughs> that is I like it. horrific. I don't, I don't, I can't trust Plex now on their their choices of top-rated television. Oh, I'm not sure I trusted Plex ever. (laughs) (laughs) Not for that, anyway. I mean, like, all the... I I go right to your server. Everything else there just seems like, this is what we could get our hands on. (laughs) It's just this amalgamation of strange things and nothing to do with one another, like... No thanks, Plex. You yeah. leave me alone. I'm here for one thing and one thing only. I'm not here for your programming. I'm right. here for Evan's programming. My, my, my channel Evan. I like it. 
this is the way. And every time, every, every time I open it up, it really, really wants me to watch uh, the 2013 Snowpiercer movie. Like, I, I mean, that's yes, what you get but for talking about Chris Evans and his ass all the time. Constantly. I mean, the things are I mean, listening. Not that I blame you. <laughs> Anywho. What you been watching, hon? Oh, <laughs> Let's well, hear about these poor choices you've been making. Let me tell you about a little thing called The Walking Dead. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, oh, boy. Yep. Yeah. I decided... I don't know why. I Honestly, guys, I really think I had a fever dream the other night. I had, like, straight-up night sweats, and I woke up, and I was like, man, zombies. I want to watch some television with zombies. And I just was like, whatever happened to that Walking Dead crew? Whatever happened to that Rick Grimes? Oh, that that silly cop. So, you know, I decided to just start over from the beginning because I haven't watched it in so long. And I don't remember where exactly I dropped off from the show when I was hate watching it. And I just decided, like, let's do it again. Fresh perspective. It's a new day. <laughs> Meanwhile, I wake up when that, that apparently that same morning, I turn on my Plex and it says, hey, do you want to continue watching The Walking Dead? I'm like, mother fuck, what the, why is this on my Plex again? I, I stopped watching this show years ago. The answer is yes, honey. I do want to continue yeah, watching. Apparently, it's it's back on in the house. Yep. Yay. I somehow powered through the first season already. I am on season two. And I have to say, that first season was really, really solid to me. It was yeah. six episodes? It used to be a really oh, good yeah. show. That show started out great. Yeah. So, like, I'm in it now at the beginning, and I'm I'm excited for the fact that, like, I'm... Because I watched it in the way that it was released, you know? Like, it was an episodic, like, week-to-week week thing, yeah. and I, I have never binged this show, and I think that a lot of the things that frustrated me regarding, like, character growth and plot development and all of that, I'm curious to see what that feels like now, doing a rewatch where I can actually, like very quickly see how the story changes and how things evolve um so i'm i'm like i'm here for it right now like i i don't really remember what season like i said i was on when i stopped watching the first time and i think that it's i don't know like i'm in i'm interested i want to know what happens i miss michonne she's not there yet i'm curious as to if it's better bingeable because that yeah. was the problem that I had. Well, first and foremost, watching this show week to week, and every time I turned it on, I was trying to eat dinner, oh, that was which was dumb. a mistake. And it just like it was just off putting that way. But as that that was like the 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 true starts of being able to binge watch things, and I wasn't about like the show wasn't engaging enough for me to wait week to week to week. Even though I remember Chris and Karen, you guys watched that borderline religiously like you were you were all about that show at the beginning yeah it was great and then it wasn't <laughs> weirdly for me since i'm not much of a horror person but sometimes the thing will snag me and i'm like wait a minute i'm watching horror okay i guess that's fine <laughs> and it was it, it was it was around the point where the show started to have outright contempt for its audience um mm -hmm. where it'd be like <clears throat> Is he dead? Uh, is he? I don't know. Maybe he is. 
we'll find out. And it was, and it just kept doing fake out death after fake out death. And was Glenn it, the first fake out death, or was that after? Wait, yeah. don't say anything because I, I don't. Was the first I fake out death. Okay. I don't know. I don't remember. I literally don't remember anything. Like I, the shit that went down in the first season, like they went to the CDC. I totally forgot that was season one. All the stuff that happens to Rick, the first episode, like he gets saved by that guy who I'm pretty sure they run into like later down the road, like in the next season or the or season three. It was like way later, but it was like the guy with his kid and mm-hmm. you yeah. know, like I didn't remember any of that. So doesn't he become like a big part of the show? I, I about the 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 black guy, right? Yeah, I that honestly was, don't yeah. know. I like I really truly can't remember much other than really liking Daryl and Michonne. Uh, and then when Daryl first name? shows I up, I was him. like, "Wow, you were oof, you were rough around the edges, sir, to say the very least." And um, yeah, just like I, there's so many details about things that I had forgotten, like when they were staying at the quarry and. It's just really weird experiencing all of this stuff like it's the first time. Um, yeah, man, I w- I would totally rewatch the beginning of that show again. Like that first season was great. I think they handled the governor really cool. Like it was a really interesting departure from the comics, and it was cool because it kept me guessing. It was like the same kind of basic story beats, but like they'd mess up, a- they'd mess around with a couple of things to be like, oh, I didn't see that coming, and it was still good. And yeah. I think it was like when we started getting towards Negan was where it really started coming off the rails. Like when we were heading in that general direction and the show was just not interested in anything other than trying to live up to its own hype of like keeping people talking afterwards, you know, Mm -hmm. like it was almost like the show was being written for the talking dead. Right. Um, which was where we started getting the the whole after show thing, mm-hmm. uh, which was kind of fun at the time. But we've gotten way better at that. Like now, instead of the live after show talk show format, we just have really cool YouTube breakdowns. Like, right. That's that's how you do that. That's yeah. that's a way better way of doing this. Um, yeah, I don't know. It mm. it uh it started getting bad, and then it was just bad enough for me to say I just don't care anymore, and that's. It's tough for me to give up on a show to just be like, I'm not doing this anymore. That's not something I do super easily. I think, especially after <laughs> investing so many seasons into it, I yeah. saw Lost through to conclusion for crying out loud. That's true. And I <laughs> gave did. up on Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's the thing. I I went through uh, I think like a point of denial when I was watching the show where I was like, no, 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 it's gonna come back around. It's gonna and it, it didn't. And. uh I know I was getting close to where Negan shows up on the show. I think I, at least I'm, I, I might even be wrong about that. Um, but yeah, I just, at the time I was like, it's not worth it. It's, it's not worth my time, my energy or the emotion that I seem to feel because I'd get so pissed. Um, and I, and it, the thing you said about the departure from the comics, like that's the thing when I went into the show, uh, I was doing the same thing I did with Lock and Key where I was like this big fan of the comic content and when they started especially with Andrea uh, what do they call her Andrea not Andrea um, the storyline with Andrea like all the stuff that was happening with her um, being such a dramatic departure from the comics I don't even remember what happens with her story anymore I just remember being really really pissed about the way that her story went down 
Um, See, I thought that kind of stuff was fascinating because they had, like, Carol lived. She died super early in the comic. She was yeah. a nothing character. Yeah. And she was kind of a nothing character to start with in the show, and then she just lived. Yep. And it's like, <laughs> and every now and then we'd be, like, a, a decent way into the show, and I'm still reading the comics, too, and I'm like, she's still alive. Yep, the Carol who That's lived. That's weird. And, like, she didn't replace, like, another character or anything like that. She no. was just this different... It was it was like all right let's try what if this happened instead it was a, yeah, it was a right around dead that. what if kind of thing exactly yeah. the whole show was like what if and it was really cool I, I liked that yeah and that's the thing that I've learned to let go of as a watcher since then and I think that's going to also be something that impacts my viewing experience on this so yeah overall I'm I'm I don't know why I chose to do this but I'm not sorry um, yet yet <laughs> yet yeah. Uh, and as far as other television, there really has not been a whole lot for me. I had a friend visiting from out of town, and I was really excited. But he is the kind of guy who, like, legit does not watch anything all the way through. He doesn't like television Oof. shows. The few that he has watched, now that he's seen them, he'll jump through them in random order. So I saw the last ten minutes of The Sopranos, like, the entire series, and I've never seen that show before. Um yeah, I'm looking at the the recently played listing, and I could tell when Trav was here. Yeah, uh, so it's like all over the place. Yeah. Um, oh, Futurama. He showed me the last episode of Futurama too, because I'd never actually seen it, because I'd only ever bounced around that. So he's literally the guy who's just like, "You like spoilers? Here's this and only this." <laughs> so to get him back, and made him sit down and watch um, Walker. Yeah, but the second I left there, I didn't even make it through a whole episode. I put it on and I was like, hey, fuck you. And then I left the room and he was he turned it off immediately. He's smarter than he looks. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, But you that's you it. um what's that show with the Scottish Irish fit dude? Uh Outlander. Watching that quite a bit as oh, well. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm caught up. Oh guys, I'm a big dummy, and we already knew this, but I kept thinking for some reason, I'm not sure why, that this was the last season of Outlander. It's definitely not. Um, they are super duper setting it up for another season, like bringing in plot points that really should not have existed in the first place, but definitely wouldn't exist if it was the last season of the show. Um, so I'm, I'm up to I think an episode dropped this past weekend and that's the only one I haven't seen so I'm basically current and like oh man it's doing it again it's doing the thing where I'm just like why is this happening <laughs> do I need to stay invested in this but I'm I'm there I'm in it honestly okay this is the thing so the show <laughs> the show started two seasons ago I said this to Evan the other day two seasons ago the main character was prophesied... Well, no. It's literally written in history that the main character dies in a fire according to uh, a very, very old newspaper clipping that the daughter finds in the future. So she's like, well, fuck that. I gotta save my mom, so I'm gonna go back in time, even though I told her I didn't really want to. Um, so she decides to just, like, fuck off back through history and be like, mom, you're gonna die in a fire. And then they're like when and she's like i don't know 1770 Ooh, something the date was smudged and then it's like <laughs> okay bye but no no she doesn't leave she stays she stays so i've been waiting two fucking seasons for this fire it hasn't <laughs> happened yet so like i don't know if it's just not going to like Did they change it 
We'll I don't never know. And then I'm like hung up because the very first episode of the show, there was like a hint at the fact that possibly the Outlander or the 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 male lead, his name is Jamie in the show, James Fraser. Like there was like a hint at the fact that he may have traveled forward in time and was like seeing her in in her present before she traveled back in time there's always fucking time travel timey wibbly wibbly wobbly timey wibbly blah 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 um and yeah so i that's that's also never been addressed i don't know if it's going to be but i got pissed and started googling and all the news articles i found were like <laughs> we'll just start doing episodes for as long as they want to do them because this show could go on forever and there's lots of books and i was like well fuck me <laughs> So I don't know where I'm at with that show anymore. That's, uh, that's my that's my rant. Thank you. Here's my soapbox. Someone else can stand on it. Okay. <laughs> um, on my end, I've only been pretty much watching like sitcoms. Like, unfortunately, they've been relatively bad sitcoms. Um, Modern I'm, Family's not bad. It's it's well, no, that's like that's the the exception because i'm enjoying modern family um but at the same time i'm watching mr mayor still because that's ted danson and i and i or uh no ted Dan- Tony Dan- wait, what's yeah. ted, ted danson ted yeah um i enjoy the hell out of him the surrounding cast eh. um but i'm still uh, checking that out um i found this show called how we roll um it's about a the, like the life of of a professional bowler, but that's not what interested me. It's there's a the the lead is a guy by the name of Pete Holmes, and he's a um, he like I know he's a comedian and he was a podcaster, and like I loved his podcast because he's very energetic, he's very funny, he's like wild, like he's very there, and this character that he is playing is not. It's like the opposite of him, and I made it like two or th- three episodes in and I'm probably not going to continue with it. Um, another show that sort of snuck up on me was a show called Killing It. Now, this was presented to me by, like, via whatever way I saw it. It was, like, from the producers or from the people that brought you Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I was like, well, I don't have Brooklyn Nine-Nine in my life right now. I would like some more Brooklyn Nine-Nine or Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Jace, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, this show stars Craig Robinson as the character Craig Foster. And what it, the way it starts, it's, it's showing him in the, not like the far future, but like in relatively futuristic times, like maybe a couple of years, but we're not 100% sure talking about you know look at me look at how wealthy i am can you believe i started from nothing and i made it all this way and it's funny because he's talking to the maid at a hotel but the story is how he got there and killing it sounds like like he's wheeling and dealing and whatnot and it turns out it's about this guy who sort of teams up with this weird australian woman in this contest in Florida to kill pythons. And the person who kills the biggest python wins. I forgot about this. It was like absolutely 
the opposite of what I thought it was going to be. And then I saw the cover art, and the cover art makes more sense because it's Greg Robinson with a nail gun surrounded by pythons coming out of, like, trees. Um, it is not Brooklyn Nine-Nine at all. Jace. At all. <laughs> not even close. Um, and unfortunately, I like Craig Robinson. I think he's very funny. I think... I may give it another episode to see if like it it picks up and lets Craig Robinson be Craig Robinson, uh, but as of right now, not so much. Um, Swing and a miss. Yeah. Uh, lastly, did I talk about starting to watch uh, Reacher yet? No, I just remember uh, you getting mad at me. Okay, okay. So True. I I started watching Reacher, and I I I, I let it go because. I was I I figured that Angela would like to watch it with me because it's actually very very good. And then she it. went ahead and started watching an episode without me. So that was that was almost Listen, there know. was no you conversation about us watching it together. So I was all like, "Oh, this is cool. This will be something that he's watching and I'm watching and then we can like talk about it so that like We've never done that." Right. Not I thought once. this could be something different, you know, because like I've watched <laughs> other stuff and talked to you about it like mm-hmm. ad nauseum and I just thought, "Oh, okay, cool. Like he already watched an episode and he knows I'm interested in this, so like, I'll go watch an episode, and then, no, 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 no. Then it was the, you watched it Not, not only did she catch up, she surpassed. Anywho. Yeah. Um, so now I'm not watching it at all, rude. but neither is he, so now no one's watching Reacher, and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar with the, the, the book series, and um, the Tom Cruise movies are, are, are good and all, but it's not really, it's not really true to the, the book material this character that's on screen is like they're doing a really good job with it and alan richardson richard richardson i think is his name um i i i know him from like back in smallville days he played aquaman and then in in um what's that nightwing show i said nightwing no birds of prey no it was the new where they 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 made robin dagger nope other one titans titans Titans. he played hawk as in Hawk there and Duff. Go. Okay, you know, I was going to get there. The man is a mountain. He's gigantic. Like, when he stands next to normal-sized people, he makes them look dainty. And he's actually acting really, really well in the vein of what that character is. He's very methodical, and he's very straight to the point, and, like, and the action scenes are great, and, like, it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. So I'm going to definitely continue with this Hopefully my wife will enjoy it with me at some particular time when she's not watching hateful shows. Will I? Will I? I don't know. I will. Um, but other than that, yeah, like, you know, got my, my ghost stories every night. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I don't know why I find ghost hunters so soothing, but I do. The dulcet tones, like. Um, the dulcet tones of, what was that? Oh, shh, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Things I would never be able to fall asleep to. <laughs> yeah, and and that's the thing. Like it's it's funny. Like I'm at the season. I don't even know what season it is. Like in another another rewatch, but like the two main guys, Jason and Grant, like they're splitting up. Grant is going his separate ways, oddly to go partake in a uh, a, a gaming company. Like he's going to be designing gaming tabletop games, which I thought was neat. He's an artist, so. 
yeah, that's that's my television. We still we still we still have a couple of episodes of Halo to watch that we're waiting. I don't know why we're waiting on. Um, everything else is pretty much on on pause right now, like Rookie. Yeah, in our defense, we had multiple a, events recently. Been busy. Yeah, and we just haven't really had a lot of TV time. <clears throat> and of course, Moon Knight. Like, I we're gonna have to discuss the fact that we may have to push next week's recording one week so that we can watch the final if i'm not mistaken it technically is the next day it's so. for moon night everybody it's a worthy so, sacrifice um and moon night yeah, is sure. still i mean i'm enjoying the hell out of it like i think they're doing a really really good job with it it's keeping me guessing which is you know surprising seeing as i know a lot about this character and i'm i'm really i'm intrigued by the things that they're showing from the comic series so they're still doing a, 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 a good job with that. Lloyd made a comment on Facebook, and I was curious if you saw it, about like how he was a veteran so, and he's not so relatable anymore. Yeah, that's, that was one of the original stories. Like he, The original story, he was, a, he was a mercenary. Like He was actually a hired hitman the first time. But it, he was in the military, and that was part of his issues was PTSD. Uh, but now they have definitely hard swung into the dissociative disorder so okay i understand why he has like he takes issue with that because he connected with that character because of his ptsd Mm -hmm. um but that's just another like i said every time a new version or new series of moon knight comes out it's a borderline different character that's sort of yeah, it just seemed as though it was Similar. like if he's changing all the time in comics, do you really need to be mad at the TV show for doing the same thing? Well, if he he was looking for some, Lloyd was looking for something and he yeah. didn't get it, and that's yeah. like that's not like if you're a Moon Knight fan and you're going in looking for something specific, that means you're not familiar with the continuity of Moon Knight because you yeah. never get the same thing twice. Mm. I have six different shirts, and every shirt looks has a different costume variation on it, so. Don't lie, you love it. I do. I'm fine. It's great. They're doing a good job. And he is, like, his acting, man, he's yeah. doing so well. Yeah. So. This last episode was really wild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was really wild. Yeah. Like, people, like, the, the, so some of the kids that I work with, they're, like, yelling, like, just open up the other sarcophagus. And I'm like, it's not going to happen. We're going to get it maybe next episode. I put... It's they're they're stringing this out. So we so that was episode four, and that was where they the the pre-release to like the 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 critics and and whatnot. That's where they ended. They sent them out the first four. So I thought there was going to be a huge twist or a cliffhanger or whatnot. There was some interesting things done. I wouldn't necessarily call it a cliffhanger. Um. But I'm really, really interested to see where it goes. Got two more, right? Six, yeah, two more left. Yeah, the end. I really thought I had the the show kind of figured out where it was going Mm because it was going through like some pretty fun, ultimately fun and very enjoyable, but like standard adventure stuff. Like, thought I knew who everyone was and everything was good, and then like, then he got shot. And then everything got really weird. Mm-hmm. But like as as a comic and that guy, was awesome. <laughs> as a comic guy, like that was the change of volumes. Like it went from volume four to volume six. Like when he's in the hospital, 
Mm. Like that's that's straight up. There are parts of that episode taken from the books, which is great. Not all of it. They're taking some liberties, but like I see what they're doing. Like I'm like, oh, I get this. You may not, but like this is like I think it was a Smallwood run where he was trying to get out of the hospital to New Egypt. But like, who knows what they're doing? What is New exactly. Egypt? And uh, my friends Paul and Sean were both kind of complaining about they're like really like the show, but I just kind of wish they kept us wondering. With the whole like what was re- what's real and what isn't for longer because like they kind of wrapped that up real quick and I was like well I don't know man Re- really show has, did you see show the end of the last yet. episode that, that was that was no they hadn't they oh, hadn't okay. seen that episode yet <laughs> okay. so this was this was like a couple of weeks ago and there, it was like after the second episode they're like yeah I can I was kind of hoping they'd like stick us with the whole like wondering what's real and what's fake for longer and then when we I they the last time I spoke to them they still hadn't seen the episode yet because. Paul actually sacrificed watching the new episode in favor of watching <laughs> the movie the um Solomon's No the Mind. sequel to that movie oh, which geez. is somehow even worse. Well, listen. Paul watched like every iteration of this movie and it was all terrible. That's but it was nice. dedication and I approved. That so. is dedication. So, yeah, that's where that's where we're at. What about you guys? What have you been up to? Oh, let's see. Uh, I have been still enjoying some some more classic Law and Order. Uh, oh my goodness, we're probably behind an episode, or it went on hiatus. I think the new new episodes. Yeah, I think maybe we didn't see last week. So yeah, yeah, I think we we may have missed an episode. Uh, so oh, yeah, Law and Order. I'm still watching the old ones. That's still a joy and, and, and a wonderful thing to have on in the background uh, I'm very much enjoying Our Flag Means Death <laughs> uh, yeah we paused on that too but that's a lot of fun how far in are you so happy uh, he we just, just watched The Art of Fuckery yes yes <laughs> <laughs> so she's let me down anywho yeah great stuff I was like I, I, I've been you know holding back holding back holding back like trying not to be too eager about getting him to watch it because like i i love it but i don't want to you know build it up too much and Mm -hmm. then it's not as it doesn't live up to the hype but i really wanted him to get to the part where blackbeard actually enters the show because the it it just goes up to another level once taika butiti's on screen he's not on Um, screen with that no he is okay I was saying the first few episodes, I was oh, feeling oh, got it, got it, got it. Okay. like like that. And I didn't feel it needed. I didn't feel it at all because I was 100% on board from episode one. It's like, yeah, this is, I mean, sign me up. Let's go. <laughs> and I, I feel like the show uh, takes another turn after the art of fuckery. So I am really excited to finish off the last four episodes with him. Nice. Yeah, um, I have. But we do have a decent amount of shows that we're watching together. So, we're just trying, and and some of them are week to week, and we want to stay current on them. So, yeah, we did kind of like start getting into Resident Alien, which has been wonderful. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, other shows are coming back, and they're like you know week to week. So, and we have to catch up on Law and Order. I think we're behind on a Picard as well. Um, I know. Uh, Is that on you or on me? Yet? you being behind Russian uh, doll yeah Russian doll just came back what did you say is that on you or on me you being behind on Picard if you understand it's on us the episode is I've noticed that 
Plex said the episode was available, and I, I we just okay. haven't watched it yet. Uh, okay, good enough. Just making sure I'm not letting <clears throat> you down. I know my job. I know my place. <laughs> <laughs> this is your worst. So, like, our flag means death. Uh, we're also almost done with our Parks and Rec rewatch, which is uh, a constant joy. And we're coming up on the end of Avatar, which is so good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I mean, I, I'm... So I love this last season so much. I, I love the things that are going to happen still. We just watched the, ep- the first part of the episode where Sokka teams up with Zuko to go try and free uh, his dad from the, the boiling lake or whatever it is. And Yeah, that's a good time. How are, how are, you, uh, how are you enjoying last season of Avatar? Uh, I've been thinking about this because I've been expecting this question. And like my answer is I like it. I don't think that I'm ever going to have the like, you know, love for it. I like, just didn't, it didn't hit me at the right time in my life or whatever. Um, but I do like it. it. It definitely changed my tune from like the beginning of like, okay, this is just kind of a dorky kids show. It's definitely more than that, and I enjoy it quite a bit. And I am eager to look, I, eager to find out what happens. I'm like. Every time the kids pick something besides Avatar, I'm like, son of a bitch. And they're like, always, they're always like, can we watch another one? Or like, all right, when's that, what's going to happen next or something? And like, then it was their turn to pick. They don't pick it. It's like, well, you want to know what happens next? Here's your chance. <laughs> this is why we have turns. You better, dummies. It's funny. I just, as a side note to uh, Our Flag Means Death, uh, Andrew's watching an episode of Outlander. And at one point in time, there's a scene where he's walking through a pub, and on the shelf of the pub is a jar, and it says, the bollocks of the to- notorious pirate Stephen Bonnet. And I, for a <laughs> half a second, because it's a jar of someone's testicles, and I, for a half a second, went, wait, is that his name? And then I actually had to Google, Google it, because it's not Stephen, it's no, Steed. No, it's Steed. Yeah. And I was like, did Steed they actually Bonnet. connect those two worlds for me? And no, they didn't, but it was close. No, that was the whole point. <laughs> like, it's the play on the fact that it's not, because right. the, the real Stephen Bonnet is a fucking douche. So, I thought that was that was funny. But yeah, yeah that's great. Oh, that was so much fun. <laughs> Ever since we watched the episode that, uh, the first episode with, um, Spanish Jackie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> every chance I get, I'm saying things things to Chris about like Titanic balls. <laughs> like he's just got Titanic the, the delivery on that from Fred Armisen. I'm not always a Fred Armisen guy, but he's really that character is really good. But anyway, Christy, we're talking about other things that weren't this. Oh, I think I'm just about wrapped up. I was just really excited about the uh, the last season of Avatar and uh, what's next. You know, I don't know what's Good next. Question. Um, I got, I got, I got nothing. Um, mm. I love that the kids are so into this, and they enjoy watching it, uh, and they enjoy following it. And I guess I really want to find something else that's kind of like this, but I wouldn't mind something that we haven't all seen already. Like, like something we'll talk new? about this in the news later of like, you know, I, I sure wouldn't mind a refresher on Dragon Prince before that show comes back, mm. if it comes back. So, mm, yeah. uh, I don't know, I guess I'll hold off on that one. Uh, <clears throat> I wouldn't mind revisiting she I was just 
discussing it with a family member and they said some things about it that I was like, I don't really remember that happening. And, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'd take another swing at She-Ra. That show is very actually, We didn't finish the last season. We did not. Kids kind of fell Damn off kids. of it. We'll Fucking see if they're kids. interested. Uh, what are they good for if you can't watch the good stuff? <laughs> right. No, there, and we there's did so a, much good stuff. There is so much good stuff. Ellie, and it's kind of off off topic, but Ellie and I did wind up successfully finishing The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe together, and that made me pretty Aww. happy. Uh, she Sweet wants to move monster. on to something else, either another Narnia book or maybe a Harry Potter book, but I don't know if I'm necessarily allowed to do that. No, you're no. not. <laughs> okay. No, if, we're, if, I'm, if you're going to read that with, if, if anybody's going to read that with her, it's going to be me, but I waited until age seven with John, so I know she's like kind of a little bit ahead of where he was at that age, but I don't know. still think she's a bit young. She's going to root for Voldemort, <laughs> and I'm going to laugh. <laughs> she is Why can't he say his name? <laughs> <clears throat> but, no, so. she's going to be in love with Hermione. Yes. Nice. As well she should be. But that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much where uh, where I'm at as far as TV is concerned at the moment. Okay. Besides, you know, continue to watch that. <laughs> I talked about that guy that did all of uh, Dragon Ball GT in like one minute episode. Yeah, how's that going? I'm, I mean, I'm still kind of watching it bit by bit because like even one minute at a time, the show's really bad. <laughs> uh, but he started doing Dragon Ball Z, which like. I gave the guy a follow on his YouTube channel and he wrote a post about like I'm I'm considering doing Dragon Ball Z, which is a terrible idea because it's like a billion episodes. Should I do it? <laughs> and then he just started doing it. So he's like eight episodes in. I'm like, oh my god, this guy's gonna do all of Dragon Ball Z like this. That's gonna take forever. That's uh it's a bold play, but yep, that's all I got. Nice. I love it. <sighs> I just got a couple of things. Uh, I guess probably the most notable is that we had a new episode of Doctor Who. Oh. Okay. Okay. And it was kind of random. Um, they're doing this thing this year where, like, instead of a season, they're just doing a couple of specials. Which, I guess if that's what you want to do, fine. Like, sure, you did it for Tenant. You can do this, too. Um... And the, the New Year's special, or holiday special, whatever the hell they're calling it, was really good. This was like the Easter special. Oh. Didn't have anything. I mean, just that in that it was released at Easter, not that it was you know, had anything <laughs> to do with Easter. She didn't go back it and It had Jesus. to do with, like, you know, 18th century Chinese pirates. Um, which, as far as I know, doesn't have anything to do with Easter, unless I've read the Bible very wrong. Um, <laughs> or very have, right. Karen, or very right. Um, but it was an extremely, like, if you're going to do a special, you should probably make it special. special. <laughs> and it was just a very average episode. There were not that you know great of stakes it was not like any classic uh villains or like there's just it was just you know an adventure with pirates and aliens and stuff and you know that was fun it was even like less on the humor than some of the past stuff with this crew has been 
interesting. And then they they replaced the humor with uh, dealing with the Doctor and Yaz's relationship. And I don't ever want to see that on Doctor Who. I just fucking don't. Interesting. Who's Yaz? Yaz is the uh, British Indian companion. Okay. The girl. Who has absolutely zero romantic chemistry with, with Jodie Whittaker. None. None. At all. Zero. I do not buy it for a dime. <laughs> it is just no. Which isn't to say that either of them are bad actors. They're just, they, they don't have chemistry. And they just don't, like, it hasn't really, they, they kind of have thrown this whole, like, Yaz has fallen in love with the Doctor thing on us. And, like, I just, why? Like, of course the Doctor is great and everybody loves the Doctor. But, like, I haven't seen it in the show. Why is it that you think that she is extra over the top enamored with the Doctor? I just, I don't is know. It a, is it, as I call it, a box checking kind of thing? Uh, I don't know. box to check. I mean, I mean, is, I she, mean, is she, is she... Hetero? Is she homosexual? Is is she queer? What what it, like the character? Oh, that kind of box checking. They have oh. not. They haven't like outside of her attraction to the doctor. They haven't I- given her any kind of identity in that okay. regard. So, I don't know. Um, sounds like a box check to me. But that's just. Me. <sighs> and the, the other thing that's annoying me about it is that like we've d- we've done this before, guys. Like I, this show has been on. 17 years now mm-hmm. um, I mean it's been on 60 whatever years but the new who has been on 17 years and we have had a companion fall in love with the doctor before and dealt with like the fallout of a, an immortal alien can't be in love with a human because you know it's going to be painful and the human's going to die and the human doesn't care because they don't understand the the implications of what they're, you know, say they're signing up for. And it's just, we've been here before. And, like, that's kind of exactly what the resolution of this ended up being, mm-hmm. is the two of them had finally had a conversation about it after dancing around about it. And the doctor was like, I just don't do this because I can't because of the reasons I just said. Mm-hmm. And... She's like, I wish I could, and if I did, it would be you, but I can't. And Yaz was just kind of like, okay, that sucks. The end. Like, and that was it. And like, but what was the point of making me go through that? <laughs> I'm not. Ro- I'm not rooting for these characters. I'm not shipping these people the way like people shipped Rose and Ten. It's just, can we it's just like take Martha Jones? Except like less interesting and that wasn't all that interesting yeah Yeah. (laughs) um so i just i don't i want them to stop it (laughs) i just want them to stop it and just bring me good doctor who um so i there's gonna be another special um in the fall and then jody's gonna be done and Russell T. Davies is coming back, and we don't know who the new Doctor is, and I don't know what's happening, but for me to be getting so little new Doctor Who this year, and for this to be what I got, I want my money back. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take my entry fee back, please. Thank you. Yes. Um, 
aside from that, I'm still keeping up with Call the Midwife, which for a show that is like supposed to be like a very calm, gentle British show about like nurses helping women give birth to babies, it is the most fucking bonkers show on television sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're they're it's set in the sixties right now and the last episode one of the plot lines there were these hippies that were squatting in an abandoned warehouse because they didn't like their parents or trying to tell them to grow up and get jobs or whatever (laughs) and one of them was pregnant and like some of the main characters on the show found out about and they were like well that's not a very safe place to have a baby um and she was like i don't care i hate my dad And then she eventually went into labor and like all the other hippies were all high and nobody heard her crying for help. And the guy who was, you know, knew they were there, happened to be there and he like helped her and called, called a nurse and a midwife and whatever. He called the midwife. (laughs) I was going to do it. That's the title. (laughs) And then they show up and like this baby, like it wasn't enough. Like that would have been enough of a plot. That this girl, like, you know, left her home and tried to be a hippie and was making all these terrible choices and that maybe she had the baby and, like, realized that she wanted to be a responsible person on behalf of her kid. That would have been a fine episode. But then she had the baby and it had, like, the most horrible birth defect they've ever shown on the show. And it was, like, the most traumatic birth that the nurse who helped her had ever seen and i'm like why what what is too much really necessary (laughs) this show has like so many characters and i feel like every episode they feel like they need to make sure everyone has something to do and so they cram so much stuff into one episode that it's like completely unbelievable that all these things would be happening all the time it's very very soapy and like I don't think that's the intention of the show, which isn't to say I'm not enjoying it because I'm very much enjoying it. But like, it's it's very bonkers for what it's supposed to be. Nice. Um, Sounds fantastic and and terrible. (laughs) The last thing that I've been checking out is uh, Julia, which was on HBO Max. How is Um, that? It's great. It's a. it's a limited series about Julia Child um, from the time that she was doing the, when she started doing the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Julia Child, and I like have read about a, I've read a lot about her, and like she's awesome. And <clears throat> so this is a this is a part of her life I didn't know that much that that much in detail about. Um, but it's very interesting. Um, seeing some some like you know some of the dynamics like the between her and her husband and the fact that like he was she was basically he was supporting her he had this job in the foreign service and that's when she was doing her all her learning how to cook in france and writing cookbooks and then the different president got elected and he lost his job in the foreign service and they came back to America and then she started to get all this success with her cooking and you know start this cooking show and he kind of felt emasculated by it mm. so it was very interesting kind of you know presentation has interesting things to say about gender roles and like the fact that she you know wanted to do these things and like 
didn't want to create a problem with her husband, but <coughs> just wanted, you know, success for herself in a time when women kind of weren't allowed to want that. Um, so it's pretty cool the way it's dealing with all this. And the woman who's playing Julia is fantastic. I can't remember her name, but she was on an episode of Doctor Who. And she's doing the most amazing job with um, the accent. Because mm. <laughs> Julia's accent is very unique. Um, so she's fantastic. Um, what's his face? David Hyde Pierce is playing her husband. Really? Um, okay. Nice. And um, then B.B. Newirth is playing her friend. So oh, it's <laughs> kind of funny to me that they're both on that show. Um, and uh, Joss Whedon, like minor jo- person in the Joss Whedon verse, um, Fran Kranz, who was on Dollhouse. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his role, but he's like the white guy, and he was like a he was the, he was the little he was a uh, like a tech guy. On tech, yeah, he was like the tech weasel yes. on Dollhouse. Um, he's on it too. Um, so it's good. I'm halfway through, uh, really enjoying it, wanting to see where they go with it. Because just where I've gotten up to in the middle of the series, they have just started like filming the season proper. The first two episodes were sort of like how she got the idea for the show and then how she got the network to agree to do the show and now they're like actually starting to do the show so it's very interesting there's a lot of like processy stuff too about like how you make a cooking show or how you would have made a cooking show in the 60s because oh neat or 70s whenever the hell it was um so yeah very very good stuff highly recommend and that's what i have Nice. nice Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess that wraps up the uh, the first chunk of the show. We've <laughs> all been watching television. Good for us. Uh, we're going to take ourselves a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about some things that have been going on in the world of television news. You're listening to this week's episode from Geekade.com. Stick around. And now, here's a quick look at some of the other original content available now from our partners and Geekade.com. First up... Do you like comic books? Of course you do. Do you like pirates? How could you not? Do you like anthology-style comic books that are related to pirates? Well, then do I have a book for you. Tales of Cape Fear is a project run by Evan Goldstein, along with some other excellent folks, like myself. Every issue tells a set of self-contained stories from various writers and artists, and every issue is a guaranteed good time for people who like good things. Learn all about it at talesofcapefear.com, and when you do... Tell them I sent you. I have some pull around here. <laughs> Are we doing phrasing? No? Not doing? Okay. I should have read this like I was Chris. <laughs> Next, the Ninja Gaiden trilogy for NES ranks among the most beloved series ever to grace the console. Well, the first two do, at least. And that's only if you could see past the rage-inducing burn... <laughs> <laughs> I remember what Chris telling me about the rage-inducing bird attacks. But one thing that isn't up for debate is the gloriousness of the game's various soundtracks. That's why Chris decided to blow a bunch of money he doesn't have on the limited-run reissue of Ninja Gaiden soundtracks on vinyl. What's in the box? Was it worth the expense and the wait time? Find yes. out in Stone Age Gaming Limited Run Ninja Gaiden Soundtrack Vinyl Box Set Unboxing on the Stone Age Gamer YouTube channel. It was awesome. 
<laughs> it was worth it. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Dork, I love you. <laughs> I've listened to him a bunch of times, too. Of course you did. Finally, as you may have heard, and I have heard, in fact, I've also seen, there's a new Sonic the Hedgehog movie in the world, and if the internet is to be believed, it's the single greatest thing to ever happen to video game movies. I don't know about that. The internet is never wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, there's no way in heck it's just another vapid Hollywood cookie-cutter children's movie with a bunch of Sonic references pasted on top, right? There couldn't possibly be more outdated flossing, could there? Oh, no. Well, Ryan and Andy have seen the movie with their own eyes. Did I mention I also saw it? (laughs) (laughs) So they can tell us all for sure. They also close the book on Generation Zero and open a brand new Kirby adventure. Catch all the action in Weekend Rental Episode 123, The Gamers Knuckle Up. I saw it, too. It was a Sonic movie. (laughs) (laughs) It was neat. A rousing endorsement. Indeed. For all this and more from us and our partners, be sure to keep your eyes on geekade.com. And we're back. It's uh, We're going to talk about some news. It's been a heck of a month. It feels like uh, the news we're about to talk about is ancient history, but uh, it's not. It's... It's only old. it's only a couple weeks old, but let's get to work, huh? Mm-hmm. So let's see what we have here. This comes to us by way of Nerdist. Misha Collins joins Gotham Knights series as Harvey Dent. So he's just transitioning the coat from one show to another. I'm on board. <laughs> what will his voice sound like? Most likely not like Misha Collins. <laughs> That's the best thing. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know the supernatural lore, Misha Collins just made up that voice on set. That is not his real voice when he's playing Castiel. And it's and it's like overtly different. Not even close. Like it's a lot of effort for him to talk like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> All right. Is this a cool thing? Are we? Uh- yeah. I'm with. I want to see that show. Nights? <laughs> Listen, I support Misha all the way. I just, you know. Like to cool. quote Paul, it's another ba- it's a Batman property without Batman. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You you're not allowed to show Batman in a Batman show nowadays. I don't know if you're aware of that. So. Well, that's neat. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Angie posted this TV line: Ted Lasso season three. Everything to know. Uh, they, I assume this has like a premiere date or something in it. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't remember. Uh, let me go check that out. Uh, oh, I hear I hear Evan humming away. So it's it's a breakdown of what is pretty much to be expected. Um, gotcha. If I'm not mistaken, oh wait wait wait. Okay, God guys, this was such an old post. I don't even remember. Um, so I do not remember them having a specific start but basically what i do remember was uh it's it's supposed to be later than like it's going to be it's going to be delayed and there was a there was something that held up the production and it's starting later but they didn't give um like a specific release date it just said that production started on march 7th Mm mm-hmm so I don't really know as far as like the release goes what it's going to be because it sounds like they didn't either. But it was just stuff like 
they were talking like the biggest thing that got me was the thing that said like Nate's redemption won't come easy if at all and that was such a big topic of conversation of us for us the last time we were watching um mm. that I felt like it it was worth seeing them kind of discuss this in the article because like they talked about the fact that like not everyone gets a redemption arc and like you know the we just don't know what the writers are going to do but we have to trust in them because they haven't let us down yet um and they're also going to have a little bit of history going back into uh more stuff about rebecca which i think is interesting oh, I'm always... huh sorry <laughs> my ipad just exploded with sound oh cool <laughs> <laughs> oh no uh yeah so i just thought that was exciting and um yeah the the characters that they're going to bring back those are cool um but yeah just any any ted lasso news is exciting to me so <laughs> that was um, really it uh and and the fact that there is an expectation that it should not be the last season of the show but you know, hopefully knows? we'll get a season four yeah and I haven't even I, um, seen I have found myself on Ted Lasso Twitter. You know how sometimes, like, you investigate things on Twitter and next thing you know, everything in your feed is, like, yes. about that? <laughs> uh, so I'm on Ted Lasso Twitter now, and they are currently filming, like, all the Ted Lasso fans that, I, that are in my feed who live in the areas where it's being filmed are like, oh, my God, I saw them, you know, blah, blah, blah. So That's it's amazing. Happening. Good. I'm glad that nothing has derailed it yet. Hopefully it won't happen at all. Indeed, it's a wonderful show, and yeah. I want to see Nate get redeemed in some way, shape, or form. We will see. We or we won't. Or we won't see that. Maybe it won't happen. Who knows? I still love Ted Lasso. Give it, give it to me. <laughs> yeah, no matter what they do, I'm in. I'm on board. Bring me aliens in season three. You don't care. <laughs> Ted Lasso's there. In. I'm in for it. I mean, I would like to see Ted Lasso's reaction to aliens. I'm not going to lie. Especially Resident Alien. Give me oh, some Alan Tudyk What a crossover that would be. <laughs> right? I would watch Sign. the hell out of that show. Resident Sign Lasso. me up for that. Give me oh, boy. All right. Let's 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 get into this. Uh, comicbook.com. As really anywhere on earth could have told you about this uh, around when this happened. This comes from March 27th. Uh, Will Smith gets into altercation with Chris Rock during the 2022 Academy Awards. Yeah, that that that's not real. That's not like gasp. Hmm. Yes, I have not it's heard this. It's an odd news. way to word that. What it was was Will Smith gets on stage and assaults a human being, then proceeds to sit back down and not get arrested and say, "Keep <laughs> your you <laughs> keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth." So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Uh, we've all seen the video footage of, you know, Chris Rock goes up, tells a pretty stupid joke. It's I I didn't think it was overtly offensive. I also didn't think it was all that funny. But you know, it was Academy Awards fair. You know, it was mm-hmm. certainly more it, tame than anything. Uh, it made Ricky sense Gervais had said in its, in its at any point. So. Uh, and Will Smith laughed about it until he noticed that his wife was not laughing about it. And then he got really, really mad and he slapped Chris Rock across the face. And on live television. Yep. For the whole world to see. Yeah. And then proceeded to win a <laughs> Best Actor award and then cried on stage to a standing ovation. 
Yeah. I hate the world in which this is. Like, this is not right. <sighs> he has since received, um, you know, I think he's banned from going to the Oscars for like 10 years. He has been mm-hmm. removed and from he, the Oscars, like the, the Academy. Like, he's not he's, allowed he's to a, vote He's anymore. not in the Academy. Yeah. And 10 years. He, yeah, he had to give up his award. No, I don't think he did, did he? Yeah, that was the... Okay. He, like, he... Did he lose the Oscar that he just won, or is I, he no longer part of it? I, I think it was like he didn't lose it so much as he just like gave it back. Oh. This <sighs> is a weird line to draw. Um, I get it. Like he got up on stage, he didn't go up there and beat the shit out of Chris Rock. He didn't go up there and punch him in the stomach or anything. He slapped him across the face, which was a dick move. He should not have done that. But like. We're going to start taking Oscars away from shitty people. Like, I kind of feel like Will Smith is, like, not even the... He's not even attached to the iceberg. <laughs> like, the amount of Oscars that are in really terrible people's hands for doing really terrible shit is, you know, you could build an iceberg out of that. Mm-hmm. Now he's, like, losing jobs and stuff like that. Like, guys, the fuck? <laughs> they. This is... I get it. Like... There should be some sort of penalty for doing what he did, but shit has gotten way out of control. And I was at the last thing I saw was like some other movie he has been like has been canceled or something that he was involved in, and it's being spun that it was because he's involved in it, but like actually the director of the movie is involved in like a whole fuckload of scandals. But they're like, nah, it's the Will Smith thing. That's why we're canceling this movie. Yeah, it's got. Don't so look now over he's there. a scapegoat, like, is what you're saying. This turned into a pretty... It's turned into kind of a gross scapegoat. Like, absolutely Will Smith was in the wrong, but, like, pretty sure Harvey Weinstein's got some Oscars sitting around, you know? Like... Okay, but one does... Ha- but one does not have anything to do with the other. The man got up on stage and, and assaulted a comedian for telling a joke, which opens up a door... What's to stop anybody else from doing that at a, at a comedy club now? Because this precedent has been set. If you don't like a joke, you get to go up on stage and slap someone. I is that something that not has never happened before? Will Smith got up and did it. What? I mean, it, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, and it's, it's what? How exactly does that apply to like some jackass in a comedy club going up and slapping somebody for telling a bad joke? Like, is that person who got up there and slapped a comedian gonna lose their acting jobs? Like, no, they'll be arrested for assault. That, yeah, that's what like, that is. <laughs> like that's assault. You go to jail for that, <laughs> and you 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 face fines, and you go to court, and all of that stuff. And do that did do not you get arrested yet. for slapping someone across the face? If the guy uh, presses charges for assault, yes. <laughs> and Chris Rock didn't press charges for assault. Nope. No. Nope. He did so, not. So <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't I I'm missing the point you're making. I I just find it odd that like you're comparing Harvey Weinstein to to this where they're they're yes they're not good people they're very different people very different situations okay Harvey Weinstein no longer has a career Harvey Weinstein's life has been upended completely and Will Smith it is is his wife is using this as a fodder to get people to watch her show like those are very different worlds right now. And had I got up on stage and because like Chris Rock said something bad about my wife and I slapped Chris Rock, we wouldn't be I would be arrested. Would be a different very different situations. It's not right that this is how it panned out because he is Will Smith. 
Like it's just it's my opinion, I guess. It's not how it should I play mean, out. I think it's I think it's cutting in both directions. Like, yeah, it didn't work out great. It, it yeah, he got away with the rest of the show because it was good television. And now, but now I think they're overreaching on the punishment department. I mean, I just I, I there's so much about this I don't get. Like, I okay, ban him from the uh, the Oscars for ten years. Mm-hmm. Cool. That Dunzo. makes sense to me because like it happened there that's any, any of that other stuff has nothing to do with any like the the the, the cancellation and, and that snowballing effect that's other people being shitty okay like all of the stuff that's coming out about um fuck, brad pitt just popped into my head not brad pitt um jack sparrow johnny depp johnny depp like that man hasn't had a career for like two years now because of all the stuff that he's going through like that that and some of it was very very different like like in the past week the roller coaster of information that has come out about it the man hasn't had a career in 2 years wait what have i missed that came out in the last week because as far as i knew he was innocent and his wife was terrible well it it yes but like that's that happened in the past 2 weeks like he lost this case in europe like that's why it came to america <laughs> Okay. So, like, things have, like, that's, him not being allowed to participate in the Oscars anymore does not justify it being okay. It's not, what he did was not okay. So, that's, like I said, that's, I guess, my opinion. I, I feel what happened to so him. So what you're not saying a big is deal. he like, he still has billions and billions of dollars. His wife still has a, a a show that is making money off of this thing. His kids are now again in the in the in the news because that's the way we do it. Like you're you're a child. Stop talking like that shit. Like this is snowballed mostly in their favor, but yet because Chris Rock didn't take the necessary steps or chose not to take the necessary ch- steps and press charges everything's okay now like that's that's it it, it wipes away in 10 years time this is this will be another barely a blip on the radar because as of right now it's barely a blip on the radar it ran its meme course for however many weeks and well chris just said though that it's not just barely a blip like will smith is facing a lot of consequences for this behavior yeah like a lot of consequences for this behavior and i feel like it's maybe a little bit out of proportion because like i said he didn't go up there and beat the shit out of him he didn't go up there and what's he, the he line went up though? there and slapped him it was like the most if he was wearing a glove it would have been a comedy routine <laughs> like <laughs> okay. it was it was ridiculous like yeah it's it's assault but it's like he slapped him <laughs> like it was like I don't know. I feel like if he had gone up there and rushed the stage and punched him in the stomach or something, like that would have been something. But he didn't. He went up there to shut him up and slapped him in the face. Like I feel like slapping in the face is a real different creature than punching in the face. But whatever. We're spending way too much time on this, and I think Karen had something that she wanted to say. Um. Yeah. I actually, as the only person who actually watched the Oscars, (laughs) um, not that you know, in this particular case, that doesn't give me an edge over anybody because everybody saw the the footage after after the fact but i actually you know i said i have things to say like the morning after it happened right. but i watched a lot of 
content about the incident and have since decided that I do not have things to say. Uh, and you guys might not, you might take issue with this, but I don't have a comment to make on this because I'm not black. Um, and there's a whole element to this whole situation that like all of the main participants in the situation are black people in an industry that is mostly white dominated and there's a whole like if if you <clears throat> if you watch like pop culture commentators um f who are at, who are black comment on this they're like yeah this is none of white people's business basically and uh it's not my job really to to question that it's just my job to listen to that and go, okay. Um, then I don't have anything to say about it. So. I, I just, okay. That's all. Okay. I, the only thing I, I, I want to say in response to that is like, I don't know why in this case race means that we're not allowed to talk about it because. Or we shouldn't be talking about it. Like, I'm like it's none of white people's business. Like it was a behavior that any person can exhibit. I don't know. That's a very confusing. I'm going to have to like sit and process that for a bit. Well, what I absorbed about this after the fact is that um, just the, I mean, yes, anybody could have done this. But in this case, a black person was the victim. A black person was the aggressor. And then there was Jada Pinkett Smith and the comment was made about her hair and the, there's a whole like social issue surrounding black women's hair and how you know black women get treated based on <clears throat> treated differently based on their hair um, there, there's just a lot of racial elements to this that don't just make it a simple like a person hit another person okay okay <clears throat> All right. Moving on. That's that. That is enough of that for the entire world. Uh, yeah. Also, this happened a month ago, and yeah. every there's nothing new that we can say about it that hasn't that anyone else hasn't said about it. So also true. <coughs> Looking me. forward to Ricky Gervais hosting again next year. I mean, yeah. Uh, so let's see. We kind of already talked about Doctor Who, Sea Devils to air on Easter Sunday. So let's see. Was that was that the this the Easter special? Yeah. That you said yeah. Yes, my friend. Yeah. It was Wow, because that, that that little snippet right there looks pretty baller and I want to see that. That's a shame. Yeah, yeah. I was kinda stoked for it. Like I like pirates, I like weird monsters, I like the monster design, but yeah, it was, it was fine. So let's see, superherohype.com, the Umbrella Academy confirms Vanya's trans identity in season three. Neat. Yay. Yeah. I, I, was this up in the air? I thought that was... Oh, well, that when... Um, the actual actor came out. Elliot and... came out. They they, they said, uh, no, uh, we're just... I'm I'm an actor. I'm going to play Vanya because that's the character. Uh -huh. And then I guess at some point they had a conversation and said, nah, heck with it. And wrote gotcha. it into the show. And wrote it into the show. I honestly didn't think it was going to go the other way, but okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. 
Yeah, that's one of those where I'm just like, all right, that makes sense. Like, whatever you guys want to do. I like what you've done with the show so far, and I like that it's, uh, like, I, I love that there was a professional approach of, like, this was the character I'm playing, and then they were like, yeah, but it, yeah, we can make that work. Like, that's okay. That's a, a, To me, that's really cool. Maybe it'll make me care about Vanya more. Yeah. <laughs> was, it, was it, like, Vanya the main character? in one of the seasons like I the feel like Vanya was the being bad, built yeah. as the main character but like I don't remember the they've show always been all. kind of my the least interesting character to be on the yeah. show like not like they're bad but like everyone else is so good and I don't know oh there cool. was it was the fact that like Vanya was the 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 theoretical yeah. big bad but really was uh, i remember now. right okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah like she didn't have powers but like oh wait she does have powers and they're like world-ending powers and that was cool it was great oddly Love just this take show. away the violin show. you're safe but like vanya herself was never like that interesting like yeah what is it she fell for someone in season two kind of they were on had, a like, farm i remember lots of people powers? dying in a field no it was the wife Remember they went back in time, and she met the family, and the husband was shitty, and the right. wife wanted to leave him, and then she... Yeah, yeah. There was time travel in this shit? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it's been a minute, guys. I have to rewatch that. Yeah. It's, 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 I feel like it's been, it's been quite a long time, but no, I love this show. This is fine, and I... Like, cool. Good for you. I want to know what's going on with the... the alternate dimension they landed in where the Asian guy's alive and he's like part of evil umbrella Academy. Like, yes. okay, birds, cool. Right. Trans identity. Good for you. I want to know what's going on. <laughs> I'm still confused for different reasons. And I love it. All right. From variety.com. Dan Levy's the big brunch cooking competition adds Sola L way Sola L Whaley and will Yidara as judges? Okay. Am I supposed to know who they are? No, No. I don't think so, um, necessarily. That's why Dan Levy's in the middle. (laughs) This is the first that I had heard about this being a show at all, and I was excited about it, because I like brunch. Did you you watch the the Canadian? How has this not been a thing already? Okay. Or has it been a thing already? I just don't know. Well, I mean, a brunch cooking show? Or like specifically a brunch cooking show, yeah. Not that I'm aware of, and we watch a lot of cooking shows in this house. Yep. I mean, the shows standardly go through different menus, if you will. So some of the things that are created could be <laughs> eaten at brunch. <laughs> but like the first two seasons of the Canadian cooking show, which had Dan. On them were great. It's the baking show. Thank you. So, I mean, listen to this. This is directly from the article. The Big Brunch is a cooking competition series that celebrates the most inspiring, undiscovered culinary voices from every corner of the country. Chefs will be offered the opportunity to share their stories and their business dreams while also competing for a life-altering prize, all while finding innovative and personal ways to redefine what it means to dine between 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. <laughs> Give me. Spectacular. Sign. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. And good quality backing there of HBO, so... 
Good, good, good. <laughs> nice. Why would have people ever eat anything other than breakfast food? Who knows? People, people are idiots. Are idiots. <laughs> Uh, uh, moving on, Deadline.com. We've got Avengers co-stars Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans to, set to lead Red Hot Package Project Artemis. Apple makes massive deal for Jason Bateman directed pick. It's funny we just quoted um, Parks and Rec because this headline is like a Leslie Nope headline <laughs> that does not stop. Yes. Deadline is pretty good at those, though. <laughs> I mean, obviously you had me at Chris Evans. <laughs> Who's Chris Evans? I have no idea. So, any what what is Project Artemis? We can reveal. Oh, sorry, da, da, da. Hmm. <laughs> Plot details are being <laughs> kept tightly under wraps, but we hear good things. What? Chris Evans will be on screen once again. Scarlett Johansson and uh, Jason Bateman will be there too, <laughs> and that's all you need to know. Apparently, that's all they're <laughs> telling us. Good on you. I mean, does anybody need any more than that? Yeah. Not really. I mean, I guess I would want to prepare a meal around it. So do I Do I make a, like, is it a heavy dinner kind of show? Is it a light breakfast kind of show? What am I watching here? Is it brunch. The, brunch, there it is. There it yeah. is. It's a brunch. brunch. Yes, bringing it together. <laughs> All, All right. right, also from Deadline, a much more succinct headline, The Rookie, renewed for season five by ABC. So yes. Is he still a rookie at this point? <laughs> no. Five no. years in. No, uh, he is no longer a rookie. <laughs> Hasn't um, been for some time now. But this season's been good. They're making some odd choices for like specific episodes, but the overall arc is is solid. Yeah. Um All I right. still spiffy. I st- I'm still on board, so I, yeah. I will watch more. Ethan well, Fillion, good. you hummingbird charmer. Yeah, did you see that? Like a hummingbird, like on his Twitter account, he showed that a hummingbird ended up in his house for some reason, and it, he was—he had it in the palm of his hand, and it wouldn't leave. Would you leave if you were in the like, palm of his hand? It's true. Solid point. It's adorable. Oh, there you go. What's next? Uh, uh, next Ooh. up, uh, this is Jonathan big. Frakes, uh, Xanatos himself. Uh, tweeted out this uh, fancy little trailer for the next season of uh, Picard. Oh, so I guess we know Picard doesn't die in season two. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, but uh, yeah, apparently everyone's coming back. We've got uh, Patrick Stewart, LeVar Burton, Michael Doran, Jonathan Frakes, Gates McFadden, Marina Sirtis, Brent Spiner, all coming back. Joining the cast for season three. What's the what's the 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 kid the guy the guy? Well, he's now an adult. Um, they they didn't bring uh, Wesley back. Yeah, Wesley's as far as I yet. know. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, I hope we Wesley. get some Wesley Crusher. That would be great. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad about he's, it. He's being left out. It's a shame. <laughs> I mean, I think he commented on it publicly, saying like he's just happy that everybody's getting back together, and he doesn't like feel left out or anything. That means he feels left out and he wants to be part of the game. Right? <laughs> That's how I would take I it. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like him being involved would be like the one that they keep a secret. <laughs> mm. Like I feel like if he's involved it's going to be like uh you know the Spider-Man movies where he's going <laughs> to he's going to deny it cuz like <laughs> put all these up here. The way you find out is you hear the of the doors and they slide open and he's just standing there in his uniform. <laughs> No, He's just beam standing him up. there, and everyone turns at the same time. Shut up, Wesley. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, 
All right. I am. It actually, I mean, I'm not a TNG person at all, but I kind of think I would like to see him be like, (laughs) shut up, Picard. (laughs) There you go. That'll work, too. We did get somebody telling Picard to shut the fuck up earlier and like, yeah, that That was was fun. I'd like to see Wesley do it. Um, All right. This one uh, actually just came from the Orphan Black Facebook page. Orphan Black Echoes, a new series set in the world of Orphan Black, will premiere in 2023 on AMC+. I hope there's brunch involved. I got. I actually have chill. Like it's been a long time since I've gotten chills about a television show talk, and I just got chills. Like I am extremely excited about this show, and I don't know anything about it. It's we cool. never finished this show. <gasps> what? We never finished the last. I don't season. think you have either. Our there was Black? a yeah. big old gap, and then we tried to watch it, and we were like. We don't have any idea what's going on. Like, none at all. We and the idea of going back finished. and starting from the beginning is so daunting. Are you sure we finished this? Song? Yeah, we did an entire watch through of that show. Mm, yes. Okay. I'm positive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, well, you know, I, that's yeah. cool. Good for, yeah. Yeah, good for Orphan Black. More, more, more orphan black. All right. I mean, we're gonna get more Tatiana because she's playing She-Hulk. So yeah. there was that that little bit of a fix. But now if we're getting more orphan black world because that was a great world. Really. You well think done. she'll make a cameo? Because I doubt she'll have like a it's real pop, role yeah. in it. Yeah, I, I feel mean, like it depends, it depends on, on what the show is. Yeah, you know? yeah. when's mm. it set? Where's it set? All that kind of stuff. Who knows? Yep, we should be interesting. Yes, we did. I just remembered the last. Yeah, I fucking yeah. told you. I just remembered the last. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> right, Go see, girl. This is what I live with. This is this is you, you hear it, right? Did we? Yeah. Right. No, I really think you mean it. that's what she lives with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Moving on. Deadline. Killing Eve spinoff focused on spymaster Carolyn Martin's in development at BBC America and AMC Networks. Yeah, I'm here for this. Is she a solid enough? I like. I don't watch this show, so is she a she solid enough was, character to have a spinoff? Okay, did you guys yes. see the end of the show? Did we talk? I know we talked about it. Yes, we did. Yeah. Okay. So she is responsible for the death of a key character mm-hmm. at the very end of the show, and I want to know more about that bitch. Interesting. Like, I was so mad at her at the end of the show, but then I was also like, you know what, though? She's held her own this entire fucking time. Like, all right, I'm in. Game on, Carolyn. Game on. (laughs) Yes, I feel like probably a lot of the show, if they do this, would be, like, focused on her backstory and probably wouldn't have a lot of Fiona Shaw in it. Yeah, Which is true. bummer because she's great, but um, I think that would be interesting. And I almost feel like they backdoored this a little bit with the last season because they did do a lot of flashbacks to her past. Yeah, okay. in the last couple episodes, I kind of forgot so. about the fact that like they had done that. And also, I do think that it would be sad if she's not in it because she's great. also you watched that show fast oh yes i <laughs> yeah, did. did i was very very into that show powered through that shit when i like something i really like it so mm-hmm. my my the little bits that i've seen like that character reminds me of like m from james bond is that 
is that mm. like no. no I can see that comparison but she does she I mean she's no she J- Dame Judi, Judi Dench I understand that but like that no she's in charge of a lot more than an M type of character okay okay and responsible for a lot more than yep <laughs> yeah okay good enough she's evil evil the fruits of the devil <sighs> <laughs> Any Hoosers, uh, Nerdist uh, posts that Lock and Key will end with season three on Netflix. I'm good with that. Did season three already play? I mean, I. I yeah, we I, just no. stopped watching it. <laughs> yeah, we just gave up on the show altogether. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's a fucking show. So that was, I guess, season three hasn't show, shown up yet, I guess. Yeah, Correct. there's only been two, two? seasons so far. All right. And I think the show's great, and I'm super uh, happy to... Let's see, Lock and Key Season 3 will debut in 2022, theoretically. So, I guess we'll see. I enjoy it. I can't wait to see where uh, how it wraps up. And I'm also glad it's wrapping up, because I feel like it's uh, run its course. So, mm-hmm. let's, let's tie it up, finish it off, call Open it a day. Up. What? What? I, I really should look at the news before we start doing this, because this just... What? <laughs> yeah, this uh, I did. I purposely didn't click on this one because I just kind of wanted to find out in real time. Nerdist also <laughs> lets us know that Charlize Theron is producing Aqua, an Aqualad series for HBO Max. I'm okay with an Aqualad series for HBO Max. I'm all right with Charlize Theron producing something. I this is not like a a a, a match that I would think of. But maybe okay. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This is this is just a weird pull, but all right. I mean, Aqualad was great in in the the animated version. Like that character was well thought out. So yeah, Aqualad was great. What was that? Teen, uh, Teen Titan? No, Young no. Avengers. No, Young Young, young Justice. Young Justice. Yep, young Justice. <laughs> Yeah, he was a great character. It's just like I don't feel like the Aqualad character, like the whole watery. The name itself is very. <laughs> I outdated. love the way you're bouncing all over the place right now. <laughs> like the Aquaman hand. is kind of a hard sell still, mm-hmm. you know. But I guess the the movie had a a degree of success that I think they're making another one. Um, but like. They gotta come up with another name for this character because Aqualad is so like 1950s, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who refers to anyone as a lad anymore? Oh, uh, <laughs> just doesn't quite good work. old days. <sighs> I'm I curious. Think I, you know, okay. go ahead, Ange. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say I'm curious to know how Charlize Theron is gonna go about this because I don't know of her. I wonder if she directing? had anything to do you know those like badass movies that she's been in as of recent mm-hmm. where she's like kicking everyone's ass mm-hmm. I wonder if she has any sort of production credits on those mm-hmm. probably googling googling I did read this correctly that the this show is going to be based on the recent comic or graphic novel yeah where Aqualad is gay yes <laughs> Because well, that was a pretty swim. big deal in in the comics world, right? Yeah. I, 
I don't I don't know. It was well, I mean, there was like the same controversy that they've had with other stuff because they did it with Rebirth where it was like, "Oh, here's a character that you know as this. Wait, we've changed it." <laughs> that that keeps like that, that keeps being a thing. Yeah, so. so it's not like it's not like people are mad because he's gay. They're mad because they keep changing the origin and the nature of characters that were already well known and or established. Even though Aqualad as far as I know is isn't he fairly new? Aqualad's been around comics? for years. Oh fuck me! I don't so, know. I think this iteration of Aqualad is pretty recent. But like the character, I mean, the character name itself has been around since lad. Young <laughs> men were referred to as lads. <laughs> okay, like, so I'm oh, I'm thinking we've of... got Robin, we've got Aqualad, we've got Wonder Girl. You know, like everyone <laughs> had their their young ward. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of the 21st century version of him. It says, DC, DC Comics originally presented Aqualad the second as a straight as straight in his 2010 debut and with a girlfriend. So when DC rebooted their continuity in the 2016 Rebirth event, they imagined him as an out game. They reimagined him as an out gay man. When the Young Justice animated series returned after many years, they also revealed that Calderam was LGBTQ. He is now one of DC's premier gay heroes. And I think that was kind of the thing that people were like, maybe it was Young Justice, where it was stuff where they just like took a storyline that kind of already existed and then they were like, whoop, here we go, checking boxes. And it's like, this is that ongoing argument that people make about like, listen, we want representation, but like maybe don't take a character that already exists and try and just stick this label on them, make somebody new or like just have better taste about it. But I'm not reading enough of these comics to say anything other than what I've read on the interwebs, which is just regurgitating other people's opinions that they've shared with me or that I've read about. So, yeah, I mean, with a character like Aqualad, like if you're going to reinvent a character, I think the most notable mainstream recognition of this character was the Young Justice cartoon. So, I mean, that's not exactly huge. So if you're mm-hmm. going to reinvent somebody, father walk not, sure, go for it. Mm. As I was questioning, I looked it up. She's been a producer on every one of her badass movies, so she's got some bona fides to do some hardcore action so that's what i'm i would hope for this kind of thing there's an old there's an old guard 2 and atomic blonde 2 in pre-production and one of them was just announced she was amazing in old guard that movie was so good yeah that was fun we should watch that again anyway moving on let's go moving forward uh it is of course very sad to say that gilbert gottfried passed away uh he was a funny dude (laughs) Every time I hear the name Gilbert Gottfried, like a noise just happens in my head, and it's his like Yago, yes. like his like that's not his real voice, but that his, that's his voice that we all know. Yeah. Um, super super funny dude. Like I got actually years ago, I got to see him live. Very interesting. It's like it's a sad loss. So. We were actually after this happened, we were at uh, Chris's parents for something, and Aladdin was on the TV, Aww. and we were like, "Oh, well, there's two dead people in this movie." Oh, <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, yeah I just that's... for some reason the thing that always sticks out when everybody says anybody says Gilbert Gottfried, it's either Mr. Mixie's Pitlick from the Superman animated series or his completely random cameo in an episode of The State. <laughs> I do not remember this. Oh my god, it was the um oh, I think it was the the like foreign exchange student episode or something and like he goes backstage afterwards and he's like super upset and uh, uh, he's, uh Gilbert Godfrey is just there he's like oh are you upset have some soup oh thank you do you have any crackers crackers you ungrateful bastard <laughs> just starts ripping into him for asking for crackers it was that was it that was the entire cameo it was just him yelling at him about crackers fantastic Mm-hmm. Your response to that made that funnier for me than it probably was in reality. <laughs> I no, it was love it. Hilarious. All right, let's see here. Um, uh, we got a Stranger Things four trailer. Looking good. Yeah. Looking good. 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 I, I need did. to do a rewatch of that show, man, because I was I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. the same thing. Chris asked, kept asking me questions, and I'm like, he was the guy who did the thing. Don't you remember? Oh yeah. No. Yeah. No, like part of me wants to say like let's do a rewatch, but I know what kind of time we have and how much real how much TV there is to watch, so like I'm just going to find a real good recap series on YouTube and and go for it that way. Share whatever okay. you find cuz then I'll watch it too. Sweet. But yeah, Stranger Things 4 is looking rad. I'm cool. into it. Uh there was also a trailer for Russian Doll season 2 which I did not watch because I don't want to. Um, I, I I felt the same way. Like I don't want, like you know how I feel about spoilers. But I want to go into this. Like I don't even want to do a rewatch of that show. Like I want to go in this. Yeah. Completely Se- blind. Season one was an absolute trip, uh, and I like. I was already. I'm already sold. I don't want to know anything about this. I just want to watch it and find out while I'm watching it because I feel like being confused is a is a big part. Of it. <laughs> it's part of the show. <laughs> As a person who did watch the trailer, I will say I am still confused, and you made the right choice. Cool. <laughs> Good awesome. to know. Uh, let's see. Nerdist Kids in the Hall debuts debuts trailer and release date. Uh, I've never. Never got into Kids in the Hall. I never really watched it. Really? So. I really thought that was going to be... I actually, if I'm not mistaken, I referenced them today. Were they the ones that did um, I Crush Your Head? Yes. I you referenced them? I referenced them know? today because a, a kid at work was trying to grab something, like a spider web or something, in the air. And I was far enough away from him that it just looked like he was pinching... He was. It looked like he was crushing my head, but he is so young that he had no idea what I was talking about, and the explanation of it did not help. <laughs> you're oh, you can't explain that sketch. He, like, he, 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 he crushes your head. Sense. He puts his thumb up. He says, "Nobody home." <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking, and there's nobody home. <laughs> See, I didn't have HBO or Comedy Central when I was a kid. Same. So. Gotcha this completely went by me and like friends of mine would talk about it from time to time but it's like we didn't really have tv on dvd back when i was in grade school and stuff so i never really got around to to catching anything kids in the hall um so i like all these people i feel like you enjoyed them it is like a a state-esque kind of thing i think you would enjoy it 
Yeah, that's what like I've been told. Just watch kind of never, thing. never really happened. So I feel I'm, like I must have caught it in reruns because I definitely don't remember watching it at that early. But I think they must have rerun it like when I was older and had Comedy Central, mm. and that's how I found it. But like, <clears throat> excuse me, mm-hmm. I uh, I love Kids in the Hall, and uh, I'm very excited about this. And I can't believe, like, I'm going to have new kids in the hall in two weeks. Right? That's nuts. That's crazy. The show has been off the air, what, 25 years? Uh, 27. 26, it says. So, yeah. So, 88 (coughs) is when it started. And it ran for, like, what, four or five years, give or take? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's ridiculous. They're all still alive and still funny. Yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. What else we got? Ooh, well, we're down to our last one, uh, and this is slightly concerning to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, IGN reports that Netflix is slashing animation amid subscriber drops. Uh, Netflix has been uh, bleeding subscribers a bunch lately. They've been raising their fees, and that's why they're they're leading their you know they're it's why they're losing subscribers because they keep raising their fees yeah, yeah. one and feeds uh, into the other well i think the uh the notification that i just got on my phone the other day was like your netflix is resubscribed for this month for 16.95 yeah or something yeah. like that i think we might be one of those subscribers soon <laughs> if you thank drop you it, evan for you, your piracy if you drop it you'll immediately get an email saying hey please come back for 10 bucks guaranteed i still get i get them every day it's like netflix is a needy ex-girlfriend a ten dollar ex-girlfriend cheap needy ex-girlfriend <laughs> boom. boom well they uh they canceled their plans to make a bone adaptation show mm-hmm. uh they've canceled rolled dolls the twits and um says these cancellations come amid rumors of a changing direction at Netflix animation quote we want to be the home of everybody's favorite show uh Ridna originally told creators but this mantra is replaced by we want to make what our audience wants to see from Netflix co-CEO Reed Hastings uh Netflix has definitely gotten a reputation lately for canceling the ever loving shit out of shows that people love yes mm-hmm. and since they never give any of their numbers on anything it's difficult to tell exactly why a lot of times so um i don't know man i i get real nervous about things on netflix netflix like uh the cuphead show yeah it's pretty neat is that going to come back for a season two? It didn't perform insane numbers. Like it seems like boss baby is uh, uh boss baby is touted as the pinnacle of how animation should perform on Netflix. Despite the fact that the animated series isn't owned by Netflix at all. Uh, so that's like if Netflix is in this direction of like, no, if it's not an absolute blockbuster billion dollar success, then fuck it. But that's how like boss baby super that? disappointing fucking boss baby uh i'm super concerned about the dragon prince yeah which they mm-hmm. previously renewed for like four more seasons or something mm-hmm. uh which was super exciting because i love this world i've i've loved the first three seasons but season three aired in 2019 
Yes. It's been and a little while. There's only so far we can blame COVID for that. Yeah, like I'm about ready for some news on the Dragon Prince, and I want I want to see it, you know, come to its conclusion. But here we are, uh, and that with not a word of any of these seasons that it's been renewed for, which I guess they could just turn around and pull at any time because that's the way this works. <laughs> they are and Netflix. This, like this doesn't even take into account the cracking down on password sharing that they've been doing. Yeah. Um, which I read something the other day that said like something crazy like one third of Netflix subscribers share their password with someone in another household. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, guys. Yeah, There's a like way the, to do this. The way people were trying to keep it affordable was by sharing the accounts and now like... Not only are they nixing that, they're raising their prices at the same time. Yeah, and then getting mm-hmm. rid of content that we care about. So honestly, and like creating a, an ad-supported tier, like yeah, you guys are going backwards, backwards, way backwards. Yeah, and like I can't help but think that at least a part of this uh, is related to kind of the stuff that we've been talking about. Like I know everybody likes binging stuff, but like look at the success of the things on Amazon and D- Disney plus in particular that are going week to week. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's obnoxious to some people who don't want to watch it that way, but it keeps things in conversation way longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Netflix just doesn't seem at all interested in doing anything other than the, uh, just drop it all out there. Like Stranger Things is, we've said it a billion times. Stranger Things is the perfect, uh, the perfect encapsulation of that. And Stranger Things dropped, and nobody talked about it like a week later, mm-hmm. because like everybody watched it on day one and then talked about it obsessively for a week, and then that was that. And then Moon Knight, people talk about it every week because it, every week there's a new episode. And like there's there's things in the middle like. Wasn't it Maisel that dropped two episodes at a time? Yeah. And uh, that I think was a Our pretty Flag good Means Death did the same thing. They put out two episodes at a time. And that's like, that's great. That's Give a, a seriously one viable night option. Worth. Like, Give me one night worth of your show per week. That's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. So, I don't know. This this uh, this definitely uh, concerns me. But, uh I guess we'll I guess we'll see what happens. It's Netflix was one of those Netflix Netflix was a freaking juggernaut and they were it was their ball to drop and then they continued to drop it like with some pretty high profile flops like Cowboy Bebop and whatnot like but have you noticed that they're, they're, for every flop that they're having via their television arm their movies are doing really well? I like have the Adam project that. that just that Adam project was Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Like that uh, allegedly did ridiculous numbers. Oh, uh, like what is it? Mitchell versus the Mitchells versus the machines. That was great. Like it's, I don't, I don't know if it's because like casting or whatnot, like, but like, it seems that their movie arm is still firing on, on the proper amount of cylinders, if you will. Um, mm. I, maybe it is the whole, 
the week to week kind of thing. People are over the binge. I mean, I'm not one of those. I like having everything available to me. I don't like well, that's just it. I don't think people like it better that way. I think it just it forces it it, it forces it to stay in the conversation longer. I got you. It's it, it's it's not like no. This is making people would have the option to binge things they will that was you know again stranger things points directly to that the last season everyone binged that within a week <laughs> like <laughs> everyone watched the fuck out of it because they gave it to everybody but then nobody talked about it afterwards because they were done and they moved on to the other thing because that's another these other streaming services have had to up their game to catch up to where netflix was you know mm-hmm. like netflix was Netflix was smacking HBO around a little bit there for a while and it's like holy shit this is this is this is gigantic but now you've now you've got real competition from from Apple from Disney Plus from Amazon and um, I think Netflix sat on the top of the pile for a, well arguably too long saying we're the we're the pretty much the only game in town and look at we have everything. Anything you want to stream, we have it. And then everybody else came along and was like, "Well, we're going to make our own streaming services now, and we want the licenses for our content back." And Netflix yeah. was like, "Well, okay, I have to." So they did, and now they don't have the robust library that they mm-hmm. used to have. That's another, you know. That's very true. Yeah, and that's a lot more money for that shittier subscribers. <sighs> yeah, which and and to their credit, they definitely worked hard on trying to fill that void with their own original IPs. Mm-hmm. The problem is is that they consistently don't give their original IPs room to breathe. What was that wonderful show, the Teenage Bounty Hunters we watched? Oh my god. What that a great show. Amazing show that I even, really would like to see more of. Never even heard of it until after it was already canceled. And really? like this is this is a problem. Even Cowboy Bebop, even a show that was so reviled as Cowboy Bebop people still wanted to see if they could if they could course correct like yeah. those p everybody who watched it and hated it almost all of them would have watched a season two to be like all right let's let's see what you can do with this because there was a spark of something there and netflix's inability to give you know continued life to see if you can get out of a a, a, a freshman slump is uh, is just not there too often so I'm actually going through like I just did the the Google search of Netflix movies and Netflix TV shows and like I don't know if it's maybe I have to qualify it a little bit more but I did like Netflix TV shows and Shadow and Bones uh, Arcane like I, like that's really good quality stuff that is new that is on their channel or their their their, their platform that you're absolutely right. Both of those things did not breathe as you're putting it. Yeah, like, they came and it went just fast. Dumped. So that's a shame. It is indeed. Mm-hmm. But that's all we have time for tonight. Netflix, get your shit together, all right? <laughs> Please and thank Seriously. You. I mean, I paid for Netflix for a very long time, and we all know I didn't really have to. Like I was, I was doing the supportive thing because I liked their content, and then they, they, and I went, all right, now you're just being a dick about it. Stop it, <laughs> taking my money back. Yeah. Well, that's a that's gonna wrap it up for me. I'm toast. That is our show. 
This week's episode is not filmed before a live studio audience, but it is fueled by feedback from listeners like you. You can get in touch with us in a multitude of ways. We have an official Geekade Discord where there's an entire this week's episode channel dedicated to all things TV talk. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram through the official Geekade channels or the more specific Trepcast accounts. And of course, the four of us can be found in various ways. I'm available on Twitter at Geekade Chris, and you can read my work at StoneAgeGamer.com and in the pages of Nintendo Force Magazine. Karen, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at STM Stitches on Facebook, Instagram, Etsy, TikTok, and Twitter for the time being. Yes, for the time being. We'll we'll see how uh, we'll see how well Twitter spirals down the toilet now. Uh, Angie, where can people find you? AngelaFernot.com. Boom. Evan, where can people find you? Check AngelaFernot.com. Uh, <laughs> actually, TalesOfKFear.com on uh, on the internet, and then TalesOfKFear on uh, Instagram. And, it's, and Facebook is too. So, concentrate those on that. are also both on the internet. <laughs> yes, the interwebs, if you will. <laughs> Dick. If you need to know more about the shows we discussed tonight, or what we'll be watching in the future, have a look at our show notes. And if you have any other questions at all, we can always be reached at malikeek.com. Just include the words of this week's episode in the subject line, so we know who you're trying to reach. This show is available anywhere fine podcasts are sold, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and more. And wherever you decide to listen, please like, comment, subscribe, and leave reviews, because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, as always, keep your eyes on Geekade for more fresh, original content. Uh, we are gonna wait until Moon Knight's done, right? That's the next homework. Yes. So we're. I'm. I think I dated it out at at the tenth is when we're gonna record next because that'll give us just shy of a week after the last episode of Moon Knight has released. So that will give me at least time to do a solid rewatch once this show is done because. They are doing the, like, 12-hour movie kind of thing, which is great. <laughs> cool. I learned earlier today that Moon Knight wielded Mjolnir at some point. Yes, because it's made out of moon rock. So, recently, <laughs> Moon Knight took down all of the Avengers. I love all that of them. so much. Yes. So... Moon Knight. So Moon Moon Knight can control things made of moon rock. So so you're okay. Yet it's again, beautiful. I will repeat. I love it. Shit constantly changes with this dude, and it's fucking amazing. I love it. Ah, <laughs> oh, beautiful. All right, cool. Well, there you go, everybody. That's your homework. Keep watching Moon Knight, and uh, when it's all done, we're going to talk about it on the next episode of this week's episode. That's all from us. I'm Chris. I'm Karen. I'm Angie. It's made out of moon. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.